Hey everyone, welcome back to the District 3 Podcast, episode 199. My name is Edwin. And this is Elena. Um, we're joined today by two friends of the uh, of the community, but before we get to them, I, I want to ask Elena if she's gone on threads yet on Instagram. I have not. I don't even know anything about it. So threads <laughs> is the competition to Twitter now okay. uh, that's started by Mark Zuckerberg, the, the creator and founder of Facebook and, Inst- and the new owner of Instagram. And it's trying to compete with Twitter. So now on Instagram, when you log in and you go to your profile, there's a little a little button that if you click on it, it'll take you to Threads. Oh. And on and it's pretty much Twitter. Do I need to update it? I haven't. Maybe updated. you might need to update. Yeah, it. Are you still like that. on that iOS <laughs> like what 15, 14, 13? Because it updates like every two months, isn't it? I don't. Yeah, I don't even know, man. So it also like <laughs> once you subs- once you subscribe, you'll use like the username that you have on Instagram. So whatever you, like your vote for it in that Instagram name yeah. will go to your Threads. Uh, and then it also tells you like what number of person you are uh, joining threads. So like I was like 300 and something thousand oh, wow. in total. So I got I got to join threads before I hit the million, the million mark, which I've never like joined new apps like this. But I'm like, let me just check it out, you know, because Twitter's kind of getting out of hand a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They put limits on posts now, too. Right. Yeah, that was like, crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they were I, saying that they were scraping something and like you could only view 600 tweets per if day. You don't now. pay. If you don't pay. What, $8 those, a month? Those $8 a That's month. That's more expensive than the cheap Netflix now. Right? What is the, what is the cheap Netflix Cheap Netflix, Netflix is $6.99 and it's got ads. Oh, okay. Sad. That's crazy. Ads <laughs> ads on, on Netflix? Yeah. Wow. I think we're still paying like the like $10 or $11 to not have ads. But y'all should def- definitely check out Threads. I never like to, like I said, go to these new apps because I'm just like, that's too much. You know, it's too much social media for me. But... If it gets a little bit better than Twitter, I might have to just, you know, leave Twitter because it's becoming kind so of you, a... If, if someone joins and they're a follower on Instagram, do they automatically become a follower on your threads? Do you know? No, but they have easy access to just click a button and add you and follow you. Okay. So when you go on to, onto threads, it gives you a list and they'll say like, hey, these are your Instagram friends. Do you want to follow them? And some of your friends are already on threads. I, I One of my coworkers was telling me he doesn't like that because he has too much family on Instagram. And Twitter was like a safe space away from his family. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That <laughs> makes like, sense. They can't see my real personality. <laughs> I crack up at that because, yeah, some people will be like they're being the real self on Twitter. I know I know some people. I have some friends that have like two Twitter profiles. One, the professional one with like their nice LinkedIn picture. And then the other one, they'd be like talking the most ish on that on yeah. that Twitter. But hey. If that makes them happy, good for them. If that's if that's what they need to like let go of like bad energy or like bad comments or bad feelings that they have, good for them. But uh, you should definitely join Threads. Check it out. It's not sponsored ad or anything. I just thought it'd be <laughs> I just thought it'd be a cool social media to check out, and I did check it out last last night. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But today we're joined by two people in the community who I've known for quite a while now, quite a few years. Um, Alma and Vicky from Viva Insurance. Um, Alma Garcia and Vicky Hernandez, um, who have Viva Insurance on uh, on Emma Avenue in Springdale, and have been there for quite a few quite a few while themselves too. Um, and yeah, thank you all for for being here today. You're welcome. Thank, thank you for, you for having us. And I know we've talked about. I think the last time I saw you all in person together was probably about like four or five months ago at that Luther George event that happened. It was like a what was it again? It was a groundbreaking groundbreaking I think. event. Yes. Yeah, and I know I mentioned, I was like, hey, we should get you on the podcast soon. So I'm glad uh, when Vicky told me that the event was coming up for that backpack giveaway, I was like, this is the perfect time. Yes. You know, so we can talk about the backpack giveaway, but we can also talk about y'all. Um, are y'all originally from Arkansas? Were y'all born here? 
I am not. I was actually, I'm Vicki Hernandez. Mm -hmm. I was actually born in California in Los Angeles. Um, I grew up in Malibu. I lived there until I was about 13, about to turn 14, moved out here to Arkansas. Um, I went to Elmwood Middle School, and that's where I met my dear friend Elma. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, so Elmwood like Middle School in Rogers. Yes, yes, in Rogers. Okay, Doki, what about you? So I was born in Mexico. I was born in Guanajuato. ¿Qué parte? And Acámbaro. Acámbaro. My family's from there, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was raised in California. I was brought to the States very, very young, and I've never gone back. So I that's, that's on my bucket list. I need to go back to Mexico to visit. Um, but I was raised in California. Corona, California was mm. where we were raised. And just like Vicky, we moved out here. I think I was about 14. Yeah, I was 14 when we moved here. And I said, when I turn 18, I'm going back. And here I am. Still, <laughs> still never yeah. went back. That's yeah. crazy. I did not know that you were from from Acambaro. Yeah. I you see, this, I learned things in this podcast. Yes. You know, sometimes we don't have these conversations out yeah. in the community. And then I just ask you randomly where you're from. And then you say that. And I'm like, wow, my family's from some family was born in Acambaro. Some family was born in Chupicuaro. You know where that's at? Uh -huh. You've heard about it. So, I've heard of it. What, yeah. 20 minutes away, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> well, you haven't you haven't been. I since haven't then, huh? been. So Vicky's actually gone, and oh, really? she told me all about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like I'm not even from My there. My husband's but. from La Mora, Guanajuato, okay. That's which close is by too. very close to Acambaro. I go and we go. We try to go every December. So I, when people ask me where I'm from now, I'll say Guanajuato, uh, <laughs> because I did also. I did not grow up going to Mexico. Mexico was Tijuana for me, yeah. and that's not really Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, so now my, I get to take my kids to Guanajuato every December, and they love it. It's beautiful. I go. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous out there. I'm hoping I can take Mayra sometime by the end of this year, maybe or next year, uh, so she can meet my family and stuff. And, you know, they have really cool parties over there, too. They have, I think they just had, like, their biggest party of their year, like, last week or something, I think. And then in December, they have a big one as well. Um, so there's a lot of people here in NWA. We talk about this all the time, how there's so many people that, you know, move from California and a lot of them have been on this podcast, you know, they, yeah. and they usually get here when they're like from age 10 to like 15 around mm -hmm. that time, something about that time where our parents are like, you know, let's, let's go to Arkansas. There's more opportunities over there. There's lengths, less gang activity. You know, I'm not sure if that was a situation for y'all. Why did y'all move over here? Um, for us, it was just um, there was more opportunity um, for work for my dad. My dad always worked. My mom never worked. Um, she was a stay-at-home mom, raised us. And then when, once we moved here, um, she actually started working with him. So they were able to work together and um, basically just, you know, we were able to buy our first house here. So that was very big for us. Um, so, yes, we had family here. We had some cousins that had a big role and, um, you know, reaching out to my dad and just, you know, inviting us over here where when we first got here, it was kind of scary. <laughs> I don't know if Elena remembers when you got here. The but first time I visited, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, like I said, I always wanted to go back. But, you know, I, I, I was I'm glad they made that decision for us, because when you're young, you don't see the sacrifice, I guess, your parents are doing for you. Mm -hmm. And I see it now. I see it now because, you know, there was just way more opportunity. And then now as a business owner, I don't think I would have had this opportunity in California. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, I do relate to what you say about, like, not going back 
you know, because we've we've been back. Like mm-hmm. I've been back probably. Don't through. get me wrong. I'll go visit, but I won't yeah. live over there. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But you, uh, you've you've gone to visit to California. Yes. 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 But it's Mex- it's Mexico that you haven't gone back to. Right. Um, but I've been to visit three times, and <clears throat> when I'm over there, like, look, I love my family over there. I love certain things from over there. But I'm also just so grateful that my parents moved over yes. here. Yes, I and, agree. And when I was young, I didn't see it. I was just seeing, like, leaving my friends, mm-hmm. selling my stuff. You know, I remember selling my stuff, and I was, I was so sad. But now I'm like, man, thank you, you know, for the opportunity to, to, to thrive more yes. over here and to be a little bit more safe from the area where I was from. I'm not sure how the area was where you lived at, but where I was at, I wasn't very safe. Yeah, where I grew up, it was pretty safe. I mean, there was gang activity, you know, um, but it wasn't that bad. But I think the the biggest thing was just the opportunity that there was here. Um, And that was, gosh, 99, 98. Yeah, a long time ago (laughs) when Mm. we first got here. And what's funny is that my husband actually moved here from California, from Los Angeles um, part, and we met here in Arkansas. Okay. So we both moved here from California, but, you know, we met here, so. Is it just small world? Because I've met people here. Uh, I remember one time I was in high school. I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I was in, I was in uh, junior high school, and someone that I went to school with in California walked into the, the gym, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> like, and he, his family had moved here from the same little town wow. in, in California mm-hmm. uh, to, to the same town where I was at in, in Arkansas. I was like, what are the possibilities of yeah. that? But it, we're such such a small world, yeah. so I'm not really surprised by it now. But um, can you all talk about how you all got into insurance? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I remember my senior year in high school, I was thinking, all right, I'm going to start school in August. I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> so Makes sense. I went to this um, hiring place. I don't think it's out there anymore in Rogers. And they gave me a little sticky note and they said, go check out this job. And I went up there to Springdale um, to this insurance office. And I walked in the door and I was like, hey, I'm here, you know, to apply for a job. And the lady, the owner at the time, right then and there, was like, oh, sit down, let's talk. And Mm -hmm. I talked to her. She gave me a, you know, asked me a couple of questions. And basically I was hired on the spot. And that's how I got into insurance. Yeah. Wow. So that that was uh, how long ago was that? Two thousand and two. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Two thousand and two. Twenty one years yes. ago. Yes. Yeah. So I've been doing insurance for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alma? Um. So Vicky started working there first, and then you're probably there a few months, mm-hmm. right? And then she reached out to me, and she's like, hey, look, you know, we're hiring. Um, you know, would you be interested? At that time, I had Anthony, my son. Um, so I was actually looking for something to do. I didn't know, you know, I, I had no idea what I was going to do work-wise. And I took the opportunity, and that's how we started working together. Yeah, we both started working together. And um, the owner at the time when she hired us, um, everybody would always tell her, you know, why are you hiring these young girls? Mm. And um, always question her, you know, for doing that. Mm. And I look back and, you know, they would probably look at us and I want to say they would like question, you know, maybe even be like they're unexperienced, they're young, they're Latinas, they're women. You know, it was just, it was, it was rough. <laughs> I remember, Vicky and I remember going to insurance meetings and there was nothing. Um, older gentleman, um, white, 
I mean, they were all older. You know, you had probably all these older insurance agents that were getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, we were very young, but we learned. We learned, you know, how to how to do it. We opened three offices for her at the time. Four. Four offices. Yes. We ended up opening four offices. Mom. We had Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, and Bentonville. And Bentonville. Can you talk a little bit more about those experiences, you know, being two women of color in this field that's very male, white male dominated, Um, any kind of moments that y'all had where y'all were like, like someone did something to you and you were like, no, I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to let this phase me. I'm going to keep on Mm -hmm. moving forward. I'm guessing y'all had a lot of situations like that, you know, with people maybe talking down to you or, or just not accepting you as, you know, part of this insurance business. I think a lot of times people, when we were much younger, you know, they would just look at us differently. You know, we're walking into a conference room of, you know, 60 men Mm -hmm. in here and, you know, a couple women. But then here come these two young 19, 20, 21 year olds walking in, you know, Latinas and eyes on us completely Mm -hmm. all the time. No, maybe we never had any interactions really where I could say anyone was very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I think in the insurance industry, we all respect each other because, you know, we know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, There was never any incident like that that I could say I felt like talked down to everybody. Yeah, yeah, everyone was always very, you know, polite and nice. And as we try to be too with people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely intimidating at times, I would say. were y'all like uh, either the only or very close to the only uh, like young Latina people doing this kind of work at that time? Or was there a good amount of, of folks that you can remember? Honestly, no. I think we were possibly the first generation, maybe a handful of women, yeah. a handful that I can think of that mm-hmm. was doing it at the time when we started. Um, at least in this area. Yes. At least in this area. Because, yes, I remember going to meetings, um, and there wasn't many. There wasn't many, like you said, male-dominant, mm. you know. Mm. Um, and then to see, you know, young Hispanic women. So, Because yeah. I see, like, sometimes when I'm driving, specif- specifically, like, more in the Rogers area, you see those uh, big posters of, like, insurance agents, and, and they're, like, uh, mostly, like, white and you can tell that they've been there for a long time because mm-hmm. the posters are already kind of like the colors going away <laughs> from them and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and you can tell that it's that that these people are the ones that are like the most established because, yeah. I mean, who knows how long they've been in there. Maybe they were the opportunities came by faster in their life. You know, some of them I can tell like their parents were also insurance agents and then they just kind of learned the business from their parents and stuff. Um, what are some of the like biggest takeaways maybe that you can think of that? Um, things that you know now that you wish you could have you could have known when you started when you were 19 when you were 20 that you've learned in these 21 years that y'all have been active in this business one mm. one of the biggest things I think is um, you know and I'll say this still to, to this day is you're gonna learn something new every day I think the minute you stop learning something you stop growing as a person mm. so you know there's days 
you know, where I'll learn something new that I didn't know. And I'll be like, wow. And it almost feels good, you know, because you feel like, oh, this is something I didn't know. Sometimes, you know, a customer can come in and you don't have the answer for it or you've never had that situation, even in the 21 years, you know, that we've been doing this. And you're like, you know what, I don't know the answer to that, but let me find out for you. So that's one of the things I could say that I would take away, not being afraid also, you know, just mm. to um, to learn learn the business um, because, yes, it could be intimidating. Um, you know, starting anything new, especially going on your own. I remember when we first did it, you know, that is an adventure in itself. Mm -hmm. um, when we finally decided to, to open up the office, um, but I think it was also God's timing. I think it was the perfect timing. I think if we would have done it sooner, it wouldn't have worked out the way it did. Um, so I, I believe strongly in that there's a timing for everything. And um, more than anything, not to allow your fear to get in the way of things because um, we were able to put that aside um, and just move forward. And here we are today, you know, 10 years later, this was our, this is our 10th year anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys have any, um, like I have a couple friends who went into insurance and the hardest part for them was all the like testing to get like approved for like life insurance and, you know, all these different types of insurances that you guys yes. can sell. Did you guys have any guidance in the beginning to help you with that? You know, to be honest, no, we didn't. I mean, when we started working in insurance, it was where we were at was basically, here you go, run it. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Let's figure it out. Yeah. Um, we did not have any guidance. It was like, here's the, where you sign up for the test. This is where you go study and take a state exam. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, I will say, though, now with our um, girls that we have at the office, we definitely walk their hands mm -hmm. through it. Mm. We'll help them out. We encourage them. You know, we want them to grow as we did. And, you know, I'm very, we're very lucky, too, to have a really good team. And also, because of their age, we won't ever say, no, we can't hire them because we were there one day, mm. you know, young Latinas. Yeah. And we're able to help them, you know, get a career, basically. <laughs> I think you know? what you mentioned about the how y'all were just told, like, here, like, make something out of this. Like, it's good, right? Because sometimes you get, like, I, it's good and it's bad. I don't want to encourage to throw someone into the lion's den and be like, survive. Yes. But it helped me, right? Yeah. That, when it came to, like, organizing and, and politics, it helped me when, people, when, I, when I was thrown into the lion's den. And it sounds like it helped you. But I feel like if it happens to people, then hopefully they are able to, you know, come out swinging and, and, and successful in whatever it is. But I'm glad that you mentioned that you all, like, are making the effort to help out these women that are working with you and be a little bit more hands-on in, in helping them grow instead of being like, here, yes. go ahead, do yeah. what you need to do with it. And kind of going back to what you yeah. said, Elena, um, the test was not easy. It was hard. Mm -hmm. And did we want to give up? Yes, we did. Many times, you know, where you just feel like, oh, my God, am I ever going to pass this test? Obviously, you need to, um, in order to become an insurance agent, you need to become licensed and you need to pass that test. And it wasn't easy. But we did it. You know, we were able to pass it. I threw that darn book away the minute I passed <laughs> that test. I never, I never wanted to see it again. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's, it feels so good just knowing that you know we're able to help um, somebody else now, mm -hmm. like our employees, and just to see them walk through that process and just telling them, hey, don't feel discouraged. Like even though you didn't get it this time, you'll get it. We were there one day, so you know we can basically. Um, 
be we were in their shoes one day yeah. it wasn't easy and you guys still like to take new challenges by doing you know this big backpack giveaway i mean i, re- I was there in the beginning mm-hmm. um and seeing it grow to what it is now know. you know what were some of the hardest challenges you guys had with you know giving away backpacks i mean definitely i would say just the fact of getting the word out there to the community um, you know, I was mentioning it earlier to you guys, we don't like to take anything home. So just making sure the word got spread, organizing it, getting, you know, the first couple years we didn't, we didn't have any sponsors. I don't think we were that big yet. Um, but the bigger we get, you know, we definitely like to bring the community together and be able to host this for the kids, yeah. for our local kids. And this is the eighth year that y'all are doing it, right? Yes. Yes. So 2019 actually was our last year that we hosted our backpack event. Um, 2020, of course, COVID, Mm. everything, you know, kind of just paused. And then even 2021, um, you know, it wasn't, we weren't ready yet, I think. And I I think everybody was still kind of trying to adjust to the new normal. So 2022, we we gave it a break, but here we are, 2023, and we decided to do the backpack event again. Um, we had in, in the last three years, people would reach out to us and say, hey, are you going to do the backpack event this year? You know, we want to make sure that, you know, we have you guys on our list for the year. And we would have to say, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do it. So mm-hmm. we are so excited that we are going to be able to host it again. Um, we outgrew Shiloh Square, which is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah because the last time we had it, um, it was a lot of people yeah. and just the heat, you know, it's July. People lined up like two hours before around the block. Yes, like. <laughs> yeah. Our event kicked off at 10 a.m. and people were lined up by 7 a.m. Yeah. So I don't think this year will be an exception. Um, we will be at Arvis Ballpark uh, in the shade, which is going to be very <laughs> nice. So we're looking forward to that. And again, also, you know, just the sponsors, um, like Vicky said, in the beginning, you know, it was kind of hard getting the word out and just having people come aboard and be a part of it obviously because it takes a team Mm -hmm. you know to be able to do something like that so um i think we're we're very blessed that we have a lot of community support so now that it's bigger you guys also need volunteers right yes so what are some things that like people who volunteer what would they expect to see um i think more than anything it's just gonna be just being able to be a part of the event but also um it's just so rewarding when mm-hmm. you hand that backpack to that child. I don't think people really know what they're signing up for, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, you know, we've had people go out there. Th- I remember the first, no, it was our second year. It was our second year when we were out there and um, people just walking through the lines. You know, a lot of our sponsors were there personally handing out, you know, mm-hmm. school supplies and stuff. And um, and everybody, you know, everybody went home so happy. Mm-hmm. And just being able to see the smile on the kid's face, that's 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 what makes it worth it mm-hmm. and it's not just a backpack right like it has school supplies inside of it right so, so past years we have done school supplies mm-hmm. this year we're only doing, doing backpacks, backpacks? Okay. yes i think that um over the last few years we've seen a lot of nonprofit and other mm-hmm. companies and organizations that have done mm-hmm. the backpacks and the school supplies um so i think that this year we'll, we're only going to do Is the backpacks, backpacks? Okay. Mm-hmm. so what, what what can you talk about like where this idea even started for you all like why why backpacks why i i understand why backpacks but i want to know how that idea came to you all of wanting to do this because there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of ways that we can help out community members you know food you know school supplies but why did you all want to focus on on uh, backpacks i remember when we first started talking about it 
we had wanted to celebrate our first year anniversary. So we're like, what are we going to do to celebrate? Like, do hot dogs? Yes, we can. But what's going to impact the community? Like, what can we do a little different at this time? And we came up for like, well, it's almost back to school. Why don't we do backpacks? Mm -hmm. I go, let's help out these kids. And just, you know, it was an idea. It was an idea. We put it together. And we had it in our parking lot mm. at that first year. I go, it was a nice party that we had <laughs> there. Um, but just to be, and at first, you know, I would say maybe social media wasn't such a big thing where things were getting shared or you could create events at that time. Mm-hmm. We're talking 2013. Yeah. So it was very much word of mouth, like our customers, you know, and the following year, customers told friends and would ask about it. I'm like, this, you know, wow. We were able, we handed out 100 backpacks, I think, the first year. And to see the impact that it had on those 100 kids, you know, we're like, wow, this is amazing. Like, gosh, how can we help if we could even do more? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were able to do, I think, 300 the second year. Um, but it's just been a blessing to be able to help the community and the kids. And it's not just Springdale, you know, Fayetteville, Rogers. It's Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, people come come from all over. Yes. I saw people from all over there yes. yeah. when I've gone. Huntsville, Gravit, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's kids, you know, there's need everywhere. And I, and I always like to say, you know, I look at our part of, you know, Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas as one whole community. Um, there's definitely, you know, the need there's a lot of need that mm-hmm. parents need help with you know especially that have multiple kids i mean yeah. i can't imagine i go um and y'all do like about is it 800 backpacks, 800 backpacks every year yes. um and of course i feel like there's always a need right and have you have you thought you know in these events that you've done or have you felt that like there's still more people showing up than backpacks are available that y'all can give away because I mean 800 backpacks is so much you know and it's and uh but do y'all still see people still needing like more on your events I mean we have we've mm -hmm. had parents come up to us at the end like oh we just heard you know we just heard it you know are there still any left Mm -hmm. and you know no there isn't I mean to be honest we always do grab a couple extra you know just to make sure you know um but no. This is why y'all need more sponsors, right? Yes. Yeah, we're talking about sponsors. <laughs> yes. We so need if you're sponsors. listening right now, you still got time. Yes. Yes. Hit up Viva Insurance on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> or if you want to drop off like 300 yep. backpacks. Or drop off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do y'all have space to hold more backpacks at the moment? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We so have. That's not the issue. The more, the merrier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe we can work on that. Create some sort of like social media campaign in the next two weeks to try to get people to drop off back where can they draw what would they be able to drop them off at the actual at yeah. the office at our entrance? office yes mm-hmm. okie dokie yeah. and I'm guessing y'all have like a designated area in the office where y'all yes. just go in there and be like yep yes <laughs> but, we have a hole upstairs that people don't know about okay, that okay. Ooh, secret upstairs <laughs> yes what yes. happens up there um, and, and for the people that don't know y'all are on Emma Avenue and yes. y'all have been there for a while yes 809 West Emma um, in downtown Springdale um, we've been there for 10 years 10 years yeah. now. Literally, if you're coming from uh, Thompson Street mm-hmm. and you either take a left or take a right, wherever area you're coming from, it's like 
right the, on the corner. It's right in the corner, right next to that place where they have the Christmas. Don't they put like a little Christmas yeah. tree right there? Yes, the little Christmas tree, the lights. The yeah, iconic right little Christmas corner. tree yes. they put there every year. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, or uh, if you're an activist, you probably have been to one of the protests or rallies that we've done right next to their <laughs> office. Sorry for taking your parking. <laughs> but it's usually after hours, okay, when yeah. we do these events. <laughs> okay. okay, it's there. <laughs> um, but so this, this backpack giveaway, um, I think, Based on the numbers that we crunched before the we started recording, y'all should break like the five thousand number yeah. mark of backpacks y'all have given in this event coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it? I know that metrics or numbers might not be super important to you all because y'all are just wanting to help people, but you know it's it's impressive. Do you ever have the t- time to just kind of be like, you know, like we're doing we're doing good work? You know, I think it's important, you know, to to kind of not pat yourself in the back specifically, but to recognize that, you know, your work is making a positive impact in the community. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I until we were talking about it earlier, I had never sat down to really calculate how many backpacks Mm -hmm. we had actually given out Mm -hmm. and to, you know, notice that we're about to break that mark, that 5000 mark is wow. You know, I mean, I've never really, you know crunch those numbers to be honest yeah people have asked us like what do you guys get out of it and honestly we are not doing it for any other reason just giving back to the community Mm. you know we're not there trying to get like a name and number and trying to cold call these people Mm -hmm. to come and buy insurance from us we're not trying to do that so i heard you got a backpack have you got insurance yet? Do you have, do you have insurance coverage? Yet? Do you need a quote? <laughs> I was telling I was telling Vicky that a lot of the times at the events, because uh, you guys are always like either working here or working there, doing something like when when you're when you're doing that event that people don't even realize that y'all are the organizer sometimes because and that that kind of says a lot about y'all you know that y'all aren't like hey, look it's me I'm with the mic here I mean you y'all do get on the mic but you're not like. It's us that are doing this. Y'all are just kind of directing people, telling them like, hey, like uh, you can get this there. You can get backpacks here. You should line up here. Um, so I think it says a lot about y'all's character that y'all, y'all's intentions, you know, you're not trying to make money here. You're really just trying to help people. And in an area in Springdale, you know, where there's a high need of, of folks, backpacks, I was telling Vicky before we started recording, backpacks go such a long way. And I know a lot of people probably go, you know, a whole school year without having a backpack because parents can't afford it. Right. And these are really nice backpacks, colorful backpacks, and they get yes. to choose what color they want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's so cool. It yeah. is. Yeah, because I remember growing up, um, you know, Vicky and I have talked about this all the time. Um, you know, I come from a family of six, and, you know, if they required school supplies and backpacks back in the day, I don't know that, you know, our parents could have been able to afford that. So just being able to help um you know, the, even the single parents out there mm-hmm. that they have to worry about, you know, providing for their kids. And so I think, I think, like I said, you know, it's, it's rewarding to know that, you know, we're, we're sowing a seed. Mm-hmm. We're sowing a seed and just being able to help um, kind of take a little bit of that burden of the back to school, you know, shopping and everything else. And what are some things that people can expect when they come to this event on July 29th? What, what do you all have planned? Because I know you were telling me, Vicky, that there's several things besides the backpacks, right? Yes. So we definitely are going to have a lot of entertainment for the kids. You know, everything we try to do is to keep them entertained. So we have backpacks. We have hot dogs. Um, we're going to have food, snacks. Um, the Vale Fo- 
Ballet Folkloricos yes. will be performing. Um, we're going to be uh, having a raffle. Um, we're going to have a bike. We're going to have a hoverboard for the kids. Um, and then our sponsors. Our sponsors are all going to have different. You, you have know, a lot of sponsors. We do. Yes. We do have a lot of sponsors. Um, and I believe every single one of them is going to have something at their table. Okay. So they'll have a booth. And then, um, you know, for the people that are going to be there to have an opportunity to go visit the booth and um I'm sure they're going to have goodies and stuff that they're going to be giving away as well. The Springdale Police Department and the um, Fire Department will be there. They'll be doing the ID kits for the kids. Those are always good. Um, good to have. Um, and they've been... Uh, They've been a part of our event ever since we've started. Mm -hmm. So um, they'll be there as well. Haircuts, too. We'll be doing raffles for haircuts. Not there, but we'll be raffling it off. And like I'm always saying, just a lot of companies are going to be donating stuff. That's um, cool. There's a lot of surprises coming, guys, there. so And it's a lot of fun, <laughs> even really if you is. don't have kids, you know, yeah. or if you don't need backpacks. Yeah. Like, there's the community really gets together and it, celebrates. They really do. Food. And and it's just, it's a, I like to say it's a big party. A big, little, you know, we love to host this for the kids, and they're going to have so much fun. Like I said, it's just so much um we have a lot of uh, surprises. <laughs> Keep on sleeves. saying that, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to show up and we're going to be like, looking at Vicky, where's the surprise at, Vicky? <laughs> um, so y'all do 800 backpacks a year, like I said. Uh, and if you get more sponsors, that the thousand number sounds a little tempting. Y'all getting pretty close to a thousand. Y'all yeah. think about that and be like, you know what, maybe we should just move the number over to a thousand. <laughs> but uh, I guess that would rely more on, on getting more sponsors, right? Yes. More people giving money because 800 backpacks already is a lot of money to yes. pay for all. It is, it is. But I think, you know, with us being able to do it at Arvest Ballpark, that was our biggest thing, just having the place mm -hmm. to be able to host the event. Um, because you're saying 800 backpacks, but we're going to be expecting over 1,000 people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we want to make sure, you know, we have the right the right space. So, yeah, you never know, Irvin. Maybe next year we'll do 1,000. Hey, <laughs> or if we can get people to drop off backpacks Don't at y'all's business. Uh, from what times are y'all open so, pe so people can know in case, you know, they want to reach out and drop off? Some backpacks. Yeah, so our office hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then Saturdays we're open from 9 to 1. 9 to 1. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll go ahead and, and start pushing for people to drop yeah. off some backpacks. <laughs> hopefully we get a good number in there. And hopefully, I mean, it, it'd be ideal to hit 1,000, right? That I works. think it'd be, yes. it'd be super cool. But um, I'm just grateful for everything that y'all do. Um, I know that, you know, besides the backpack giveaway, y'all have been very supportive of me and the stuff that I do. So I really appreciate that and Alma I did not know you were related to Elena I just found out <laughs> during this so, podcast sometimes I'll stop by the house and she's not there but my grandma always serves me food <laughs> so I'm finding out Elena is either related to a bunch of people or knows a lot of people that I didn't know but um, that's so cool um, yeah. and uh, yeah I'm just grateful for everything that you all do and I appreciate that you all help people because you know there's a lot of people in our area that need help you know whether it being with backpacks whether it being with other stuff and it's just good seeing good people step up and be like, hey, you know, I'm doing pretty good in my business. Things are going really good in my life. Like, let's let's lend a helping hand to those that are, are going through it, you know, and need and need support. Yeah. Um, so everybody can can go to the event. July 29th is from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yes. At the Natural Stadium. Yes. yes. Ballpark, yes. And um, they can find stuff on Instagram and Facebook or just Facebook? Um, right now it's on Facebook, mm -hmm. but you'll, you'll be able to see it on Instagram as well. Okay. Thank you, yes. And you know, the event kicks off at 10 AM, but people are welcome to start lining up, 
you know, anytime before then. And they will. And they yeah. will. <laughs> they will by 8 a.m. They'll yeah. be there, I think. Yeah. Or earlier. Because every time whenever I've gone to volunteer before the event starts, there's already a big line. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yeah. and everything moves really fast. And mm-hmm. I know people if you've gone to our event or they're like thinking, oh, it's gonna be overwhelming. No, everything once it kicks off, it's very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like, oh, I'm gonna be there all day. Some yeah. parents have other plans. I go the whole um, event just, you know, is very smooth. Kids get to choose their backpacks and, you know, just go and visit our um, our other booths that we have out there. Okie dokie. Well, we will be there um, excited, you know, to make to see the event happen. And hopefully it's a great success. And hopefully it just continues to grow every year. That's right. And y'all are able to help out more people. Yes. Uh, and we will be doing wristbands. That's another thing. Okay. And we've done every year. So we'll do the 800 wristbands. And once we're out of wristbands, that basically means we're out of backpacks. So we're mm-hmm. not going to have people stand around and then them get to the line and there's nothing there. Gotcha. So we do the the wristbands and we'll start doing those as you know as soon as the people start lining up. So we try to make it very smooth. Like Vicky said, you've been there mm-hmm. at our events, and I think you you know you could say that. I mean, it runs pretty smooth. So. Yeah, definitely does. Yeah. Definitely does. And I was I helped out with the line sometimes when people yes. would be like, I think it was like a, a certain number of people that could go get backpacks and you'd be like. Go. And, yes. then, and then they, they'd rush to get <laughs> the backpack that they wanted. So uh, I I told Vicky already I would love to volunteer. So yeah. I'll, I'll be there if y'all need an extra body or someone that can help out. Elena? Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know it. Elena's automatically be volunteered because she's family. Yeah, yeah. she's so. already signed up. Yeah. She doesn't know it. Con todos los primos ahí, vamos. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you all for being here. I appreciate you all taking the time. And hopefully this event is a success. For everybody listening, make sure you show up July 29th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Natural Stadium. If you want to, if you want to drop off some backpacks, drop them off at the business. The address was given um, by Alma. Uh, it's on Emma Avenue. One more time. What's the it's address? It's 809 West Emma Avenue in Springdale. During business hours, you can drop off backpacks. Um, so yeah, excited for that and grateful for them for everything they're doing in the community. That's the end of episode 199. My name is Irvin. And this is Elena. Signing off. Mm-hmm.